bum 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 it's the bum bum children bum bum of the beast podcast we should start the show we should okay all right three two one welcome to the children of the beast live from the lair of the beast las vegas nevada here with andrew did, or I'm here. I'm Andrew. Did you see? Hold on, real quick. Before I introduce myself, last week I introduced myself as Carlos. I did. I did. And then you did that edit. Yeah. 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 Stupid. Okay. So I'm Andrew. This is Carlos. We Hello. know our names. Hello. Welcome. I don't know. That's all I was gonna say. Good, good. <laughs> Welcome. We're in it. We're in it. Back at it, man. Back at it. You know, we had a, a little bit of a. a weird, oh, I was out of town. I was in Arizona. I went to Sedona. Right. Well, the week before, I had to cancel. That's right, and we did a middle week. And we did a midweek recording. Yeah, and then because I was out of town. And then you were out of town. Right, right. So, so, so this is back back to the Sunday. But this is still episode number eight. We've been doing this for two Just months. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Just like I mean, that. another cool. month and we're three or quarter of the way through a year. That's days. awesome. But yeah, it was the first cool. week with uh, the kids going to the distance schooling. Sure. I was at preschool for the first uh, last two weeks now. Tremendous, man. Tremendous. It's so crazy, but I bet you. If I could give every, like, if I could just have endless amount of money to have stupid fun, one of the things I would do is I would test Americans and following directions. And I would like well, to... Clearly we would fail. Yeah, Look just... Yeah, I know, the test only has three directions yeah. in it. I expect a 50% failure ratio yeah. at least. Because, my God, dude, all these people show up. The, the chatter on the fucking app thing for the kids' school was uh, not... Obviously, everything's wrong. Nothing's working. But, you know, half of these people woke up five minutes before the thing was due. They're still in their pajamas, Possibly. rushing the kids to sit in front of the computer. You know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. Like, did you test? Did you set up your child's email? Like, the email asked us to two months ago. Right. Did you do the, the steps, that's man? Right. You know, like, but but that's that's what, like, I'm very new to the school system because my kid just went into first grade. Right. And so I've always heard about the parents complaining about the schools. And what I imagined, right, I'm not saying that. I got Harvard because it's a public school. But what I imagine growing up based on the fucking culture rhetoric of the community is not what I've seen. These people try very hard. They take their job very seriously. They're it's a it's a true fucking vocational calling for what I've been exposed to. I'm not I'm not doubting there's shitty sure. teachers yeah, out there and I, all so that. With my high school experience, I went to public you know? school. I, I I would agree with that. At least in my public high school. It, we had a bunch of teachers who cared very much about the subject they were teaching and about the students. It was great. It was great. Did have some teachers that you could tell were kind of phoning it in, but that's very obvious. And I think you find that in all walks of life. Right, right. And just because somebody's phoning it in, it doesn't mean that you can't learn from them. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> I would love yeah. to be in an Elon Musk phoning it in session. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, they're not, I'm not saying they're Elon because Elon's Elon. But what I'm saying is that, like, I, I, I've gone through this with, when I first started kickboxing, I was so attached to my gym because that was the first gym that I liked, right. Master Toddy's back in the day. And so it was really hard for me to envision like different coaches or even a different gym or anything. And eventually I got to a point uh, after being a couturist and having several different coaching staffs there for, mm. for as long as I've been there. I just realized that it makes you it just makes you luckier if you like this thing, whatever the thing is. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want as many different expert perspectives? On yeah, that totally, thing. Totally. That makes you better. Right. Rather than saying, well, no, man, I'm just a master Wong guy and no. I only do the form this way. No, no right. man, like, like you're fucking open up your goddamn mind. It it's the same with that, teachers, you well, know? It speaks to the idea of, right, it takes 10,000 hours to master anything, whatever the number is. I know I don't yeah, think yeah. 10,000 is not actually That's, high enough. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, it may, may not be, but I think the whole point is that by then you lost 
track. You're just good <laughs> at it. And you yeah. keep getting better. But you know? right, part of getting those hours is going to find other people who are better, who have more hours than you, and learning from them. And the more of those people you can find and learn from, the better it's going to be for you. And and, and simple. One thing you have. I, I wish people could get comfortable with this. You can very much learn something from someone you cannot stand. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry to break it to you, but that can happen. Yeah. Someone you absolutely cannot stand could be the temporary holder of information that you were looking for. And they just happen to be the only person to transmit that information forth. And he may, and it has nothing to do with whether you're right or wrong about liking him or disliking right. him or not. It has to do about what are you more committed to? Your dislike for that human right. being for whatever different right. reasons or the information that you were, in fact, waiting to come upon. So I you saw know? a great uh, tweet kind of speaking to this idea. And it's once you learn the price of something, you just have to pay it. Whatever that is, whatever that may be. 100%. Like, if you want six-pack abs, you have to pay the price, right? That's a very superficial example, but that's true. And, I mean, you can take that and throw it to business, to art, to anything, really. You just figure out what it's going to take and you just do that. Until that's however it. However long you grind that's that. That's it. That's it. I was just talking to my, one of my coaches at Couture's about this. And, I, you know, we, we're, we're good friends. We've been friends for a long time. I've been there for so long. I'm good right. friends with a lot of them. And um, I was talking to him and I was saying... He's got a really cool car, right? He's got a, a Tesla that's awesome. And, you know, he got a really good deal. Heck He's yeah. a smart dude. And, you know, him and his girlfriend are starting, like, their life together. Nice. Kind of. They've been, you know, it's pretty cool. I think they just got engaged, like, a couple of months ago. Oh, congrats. And so, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. And so we're talking. And, and one of the things that sprouted him looking into leasing a car is that I've been leasing my wife's car for many years. Because right. I, I, I like, for our situation, for her car, right. I like what they offer. And so, anyway... We were talking about all this stuff and he's got a fight coming up and I don't remember how it came up, but I was just saying to him like, uh, oh, yeah, we we're talking about a, a fighter that um, that was at our gym amongst other gyms and he got a short notice call to the UFC and then he kind of quit in the middle of the fight. Right. And we all care about him because right. anybody I mean, he's a, when I met him, he's a good kid. I've, I've never seen him be like right. dickish or anything to anybody, but um, it, it, he he got released by the UFC. And then, no, I, like I was asking if he had been around, you know, because I haven't seen him yeah. since. And evidently, he kind of hasn't been around yet. He was probably still figuring right. out what he's going to do or whatever. But uh, one of the things that I was telling Danny, I was like, well, I hope that he comes back because he he's he's a smart kid. He's young and he has a lot of knowledge, you know, like he, even if he decided not to fight, like he still has yeah. A, yeah. a place, I think, to, to, to be right. pretty big in the sport regardless. And so... That's when I was telling Danny that I wish one of the things I would have told myself when I was growing up is that no matter what it is, anything in life that you want to learn, you can if you start and you never stop. Yeah, that's it. I believe that. It doesn't mean it's going to be faster or you're going to be in competition with another person to start at the same time. No, 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 no. Just forget all that. If you want to know how to play the saxophone and you start and never stop. With varying degrees right. of frequency and repetition and commitment. That's how I feel about my guitar playing. <laughs> Dude, 100%. Why not? I go through like modes where I play a lot more guitar than I don't. Yep. And yeah, 110%. 110%. And, and, and that's how everything gets yeah. to, you know. And, and I think slowly as you do that, you find a, like a biorhythm of things where you dive deep into. Yeah, totally. And then other things where you're like, no, this thing is, this is a taper. Yeah. This one I keep on the outside, and sometimes and like then you sometimes said, they switch, and then sometimes, and sometimes they switch. And yes, and that's, and that's okay too. The variety of spice, or Fuck yeah. the variety Fuck of yeah. spice but, but, but if I look, if I look at like 
I'm, I'll be 40 in Christmas, right? So if I look yeah, at last year, you 20, old. I'm getting old. Getting old. <laughs> He's old. Getting old. 4-0, baby. Getting old. This baldness is 100% chosen and optional. Are you going to keep it, though? Uh, yeah, yeah. At least until Michael has full hair grown back. Gotcha. Up. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Once, once, I'm thinking once he hits like a year of maintenance therapy and everything. Then I was I'm, just about to say, should we bring that up? I, uh, that's yeah. an incredible thing, right? Yeah, it was, it was cool. So, so my son that has B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia diagnosed on January 1st has been going through treatment. And uh, we just hit last week, we hit the mark where uh, his numbers and his treatment has finally progressed to where he doesn't have the illness anymore. But because of the type of leukemia that it is, they have a protocol so that they can avoid recurrences. And so he goes into what they call maintenance therapy, which is great because instead of going once a week, he now goes once a month and he only goes for blood. The rest of his meds are here at home cool. and yeah. mostly oral right. stuff. So it's not it's not as uh, intensive and heavy. Plus, the main thing is that it means that the treatment worked the right. way that it's designed yeah. to yeah. work. Yeah. You know, like that that's what's crazy about those markers that are so important because that means that it's working the way they told right. you. And yeah. so so yeah, that was that was pretty huge. And so we're uh, we're kind of a little bit relieved, of course. You know, a little bit relieved. And so yeah, so once once he hits a year of maintenance therapy, then I'm gonna let myself grow my hair back out. His hair's already grown out. Yeah, I've, like, I can. You like, can yeah, tell. Yeah, it's gotten, you can it's tell. Gotten, you can tell. Gotten longer, and his energy level's great. He's been. He start. He started his little pre-K school on Friday. So That's incredible. Yeah, man. It's incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. been good. But uh, but obviously between that and I had some other work related situations. It's a fucking crazy week. I mean, well, I, 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 I had this. to, str- I, 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 I had to keep it together. I had to, man. It was, it was around Wednesday. I was just like, fucking what the fuck, you know, but, but it's, you know, shit after dealing with the stuff that I dealt with my son this year, of course, nothing, everything else I can figure out. Totally. Yeah, of course. You know, so, but yeah, man, it, it's, I, I'm good. I'm good. They're, the boys are good. Good week of school. James is great. By the fourth day, he's like waking up all excited. And like, he's, no, awesome. he's on point. He's on That's point. Awesome. He's on point. And he's uh, he's a little bit ahead of some of the other boys at his age because he's not shy. Sure. Totally. You know, he, he actually goes for it. So yeah. so his participation is pretty good. And he's uh, he's engaged. Which he, is, I mean, right. He's a curious little boy. Yes. He's yeah, so yeah. curious. He wants to know things. Which yeah. Is, I mean... It's all you really could want for, I feel like. As, a, as, a, as someone that's a preschool teacher studying to be a high school teacher, well, as my, a, all my students are curious as throughout a, my as career. A, as a dad, Incredible. and most importantly, as an American, oh my God. I, I cannot stand the lack of curiosity. Sure. God damn it, because that leads to knowledge. If you're curious enough, you're going to have to yeah. find out how blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But the problem is that too many people just don't give a shit about anything until they have to or until right. it's life or death for them you know so yeah man it was uh but it was a it was a good week it was a good week and then also i had uh some business that i did last month and i had some uh some commission money that i got and so we bought a little jogger for michael that hooks up to the back of my wife's bicycle so that's pretty cool because now they can come on the bike rides with james and i and then i got james uh this is very much a source of pride for me He's, he, he had his first two workouts today with a heart rate monitor in his chest. <laughs> my boy. <laughs> my boy. Spreadsheets. Uh, Graphs. No, no, no. I created his profile on polar heart rate. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and 
I also had to open an email account for him. He's got a Gmail account. It's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. I want to send him letters. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, with the heart rate, because right, it the polar it keeps you in like little groups based on different things. So like, is he in a? No, 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 no. That's the whoop. Oh, okay. The so I was wondering, the like, has... he's got to be the only one in his age bracket. No, no. I mean, but what is cool is that they do have a system for them to have a profile if they're under 13. Oh, okay. So everything is linked Private, to my email yeah, okay. and all that. Same with the email. Because I didn't know how Google... I thought, back in my day, if you were under 18, you had to lie to Google or Yahoo well, or whatever. you had to lie on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in general. In general. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, hello, I am 18. Yeah. Click. I know, I'm 40. And when I say okay on the 18 and porn, I still feel like I'm lying. I'm not. And I haven't for a long time. <laughs> but still a little bit like, I don't know. <laughs> You're 49, sir. <laughs> well, you got to imagine. I don't know if we want to talk about this, but like the elderly in porn. And a computer, if you're tech savvy enough, no, is that not thinking it's happening? You don't think? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm. Who knows though? <laughs> I I say that yes, <laughs> if they have a phone, because it's not either. It's a small screen. Yeah, but there's no way to have it and not develop that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if you are one of those, I'm not on the interwebs guys. Then no. But if you have a goddamn phone. It's just too easy. If you have a phone and friendships on social media, because that means that you're friends and you're friends with somebody else and that the information passes down too quickly. Even if you're old and you're on <laughs> social like media yeah. and you have a friend yeah. that's your age, eventually one somebody's DMing somebody else eventually. <laughs> Do you think there's just like a community of old people on Tinder? Fuck, man. I, I that I don't know. I hope not. I, if I was going to venture into a guess, I would say that it's more like if you're an old person that's looking to hook up with young people because that's the young person's fetish, you're probably pretty popular because I don't think there's that many, you know? I don't know. <laughs> no, Carlos, I don't Why know. don't you, can you, oh no, it doesn't work like that, huh? <laughs> what do you mean? How, how do you get matched? I mean, you would make a profile and then you would see other profiles and then you would choose to swipe right if you want to match. So how them. would you get, how would you get somebody that's super old to show up on your thing? You would have to make your age range to whatever age oh, range you okay, want. Okay, and then okay, you would okay. have to wait for them to swipe back. But so that's the only guaranteed. way you would see their veils. Yeah. Okay. That, that's yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> so you it would probably go. be too mean to do this on the show. To make a fake Tinder account, look at the old oh, people. Yeah, on no, 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 There's no, no way. No, no. That's like. First of all, listen. I watched. I watched too many TV shows, right? Where there was like a catfishing on the personals or anything like that. Yeah, it's too mean to. They when, pers- out, right? when people are desperate enough to be on that shit for hookups, okay, and you're fucking with them, you don't know what you're poking at. Okay. <laughs> I'm so more I, afraid. So I'm more afraid even, of crazy than angry. Not you know the what morality I mean? of it is the self-preservation out of it. Fuck yeah! I don't want. I don't want to get fucking killed by some psychopath that's like, I thought I loved you. No, I'm not that cute, dude. No, yeah. that's a reason you're here already and shit. You know what? I would like to bring up. This is the second failed Tinder experiment idea we've had on the show. What was the first one? Getting my dad a Tinder. Oh yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's, that's a horrible idea. That's that's a horrible idea. <laughs> but you know, eight episodes in, two down. In another 12 episodes, we might have a good idea. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe just the good idea was the podcast itself. <laughs> <laughs> the, the good idea stopped there. That could be the, you know, could be the case. Too. And it'd just be a vehicle for our, the other, our other bad ideas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like offensive t-shirt idea. 
Don't forget about my. Oh, I don't think. What? I got. I got oh, a. I got a dirty. Are we t-shirts. I've been thinking about t-shirts. Well, you need to make a design. I'm dog. starting to marinate on t-shirts. I believe mean, me. A design. A I'm, guitar I'm, I'm intro. working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on all of it. It's just listen. It's a lot of my plates. <laughs> it's a lot of my plates, and all, all dudes' plates full. You know what I mean? <laughs> all dude arenos plate. <laughs> this is a little full, but I'm getting to it. But yeah. Uh, what the hell? Is speaking that? of all dude do you know what's back? September 15th for me and my brother Ricky. Our brother Ricky. Bowling. Bowling. What are you gonna bowling at? Red Rock. Nice. We have the entire bowling alley to the league. There's only like 30 leagues, and it's only one team per pair. So, like, you're not really going head to head. It's just against the field, I guess, but. Better than nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you're only not socially distant with your team. Correct. But everybody still has to wear masks. Whilst bowling? I'm sorry, what? While bowling? While bowling. Which I've done a handful of times now. It's not that bad. Mm -hmm. That's not that bad. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. It'll be nice. I'm excited to be back. It'll nice be nice when they get this shit under control. Well, I mean, November. After the election. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, at least the civil unrest is not bad here in, in, in Nevada. But Do we have to talk about this? I don't know if I want to talk oh about this Oh my God, this dude. I just, it's just so heavy. And it's, like, it's so just, crazy. It's just, I just cannot, I never imagined this level of escalation, I guess. Maybe I'm naive, but it's just... No, and I agree with you, but I also believe, like, right, we wouldn't be necessarily seeing this level of escalation if it wasn't for people publicizing it. Like, this is all local news. This is local news to Portland. Maybe not. No, man. No, because that's 80 days. Not when it's 80 days. That's the thing. And they're attacking federal property. And, and, and the, the, the goddamn subversive provocateurs are on all sides. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that makes it so crazy. Absolutely. You know, like yeah. it's, it's, it's not like you can, there's no clear guys with the white hats on and, <laughs> you know, like. It doesn't feel like there's. Oh God, it, man. It doesn't feel like either side are the good guys. I think they're good guys, but I don't feel like either side. are. Well, there's that. And I think, guys. and I think there's also a shared win at all costs. Definitely. And the win is not a, like the win for one cost is the loss for many. No one cost yeah. is the right one. You know what I mean? Like, and the way that they're behaving or allowing some of the perspective on each one of them, it's just, it's, it's, it's insane. It's, man. Insane. it's been the, 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 the new stuff is, is pretty crazy. Shootings. Shoot, I mean, multiple. The, it's not that. It's just that the, the, the addiction to the outrage reaction is, is just. Well, how do we de-escalate? Biden winning? No. Trump winning? Kanye winning, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think it's that. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I do think that I am starting to be in favor of the federal government intervening. Because when people become like animals, like wild animals, sometimes you just got to chill them out. Shut the fuck up. Stay put. Everyone quiet. Well, and, and I, because, I mean, for instance, right? The kid got arrested. He's himself in. And, and he's fucked. He's fucked. That guy's not going to be free. He killed two people. However, the right. charges are yeah, going to yeah, come yeah. down. That's the, We have to start by upholding right. the existing justice system. He's not suntanning in his front yeah. yard doing this to the protesters. Right. He got arrested. Yeah. You know, and you could argue that he did feel his life was threatened. Is he a misguided person? Perhaps. Absolutely. Perhaps yeah. he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I understand a 17-year-old is not even supposed to have that weapon. I don't know much about 
guns or, right. the, or anything yeah, like yeah. that. But I read somewhere right. that he's not even would he be legally allowed to have that weapon and that so he's that correct, fine? And that he maybe crossed over uh, so uh, I did see state that, lines or something. I like also that. saw a claim that the gun was never his and it was actually given to him by somebody that was a part of the group. Well, then that needs to be investigated under the existing judicial, you know. Which is, as far as I know, I don't think there's a law against it, right? Because like, if I own a gun and we go shooting together, that's kind I, of the I same thing. I don't but know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know yeah. enough about it. Uh, and, right, I, it and I'm pretty sure that that changes upon the commission yes, of a crime with that weapon. Sure, I'm probably, probably, probably. You know, like, so, so, so. No, I, I don't think you can justify him being down there. No, no, a 17 no. 17-year-old in the middle of what's, I'm sorry, going to be a violent event that it's pretty obvious is going to result in some violence yeah, just but, because of the amount but, of tension But a lot of people air. have allowed themselves to believe that this is, the 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 rhetoric is facilitating them fancying themselves as a as a as an old time patriot and that's how old children were when yeah. there was the American Revolution yeah and I say children because we were such a young country that a, an, an old man was 35 right yeah no, you no, know no. so 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 the founding fathers be, were around we can be we can be hypocritical yeah. about about that part of it either sure. and now he's not going to get treated like a child no definitely not <laughs> you know what he I mean? probably shouldn't be no no, be. no 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 like no, you said two I mean, people were dead at the end of the day a third injured Possibly losing his arm, I'm not sure. That's that's you know that's that's the thing, and 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 the and the thing in Kenosha, again, you once you're dealing with the cops, it you don't get to turn your back on them and walk back to your car. That situation, however they got there, yeah. right? Yeah, you cannot expect them not to do anything in that case. And I saw the video that Tyrone Woodley posted about the other crazy, clearly right. non-threatening. You know what? Maybe that specific thing it is a cherry picking but unless that was the same officers we're, we're comparing a different situation you know we're just playing a gotcha game how can two you different videos and like it's just yeah i don't know so 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 it's it's so it's so fucking unfortunate and and it's, it's unfortunate that the guy is apparently kind of a piece of shit right yes right i mean like that's kind of the facts of the situation but when, i don't want him to be dead by any means no 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 no, no, die, no but He's by all evidence. It seems like if the police, if the police profiling turns out to be correct, that means the system that they were trained under works. If you are not, they, you cannot expect to have a but record. The result doesn't work, right? Because man's dead. No, the re, that's, I also that's, don't know that's the one part I don't understand. Like, it, like, like for instance, in that situation, yeah. right? Why can you shoot him in the back of the leg or in the foot? I believe police officers are trained not to shoot. I know, I know. They're yeah. trained to shoot for the for the cool. big and body mass. And to empty mass. clips. But, and to empty clips. That's why he was shot seven times. But he was close enough. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know? And if, if they're saying, oh, he was going to check on his kids. His kids were in front of him. Yeah, I get it, dude. That's fucking terrible. That's even more recent. Okay, so but we tell... But also allegedly he was stealing the car from when, the girlfriend. When immigrant kids uh, get taken, right? A lot of the people, the hardline people. Sure. The argument is, why did you make that trip with your kid then? If you knew that this was a possibility, right? That's right. one of the things that sure. people no, argue. that is an argument. So, I so agree with that. I don't case, agree with the argument, but that's an argument. In this case, right... Oh, the kids were there. But why the fuck would he be walking away from police commands in front of his kids? Because yeah. that, that's a valid thing to point out to. I'm not saying with, there's no agreeing or disagreeing here. I'm saying that's the only way for this to progress is to have a dialogue with everything. Yes. The things that make 
the, the person that's outraged and in pain, some of the arguments are going to make them uncomfortable because they're, argue, they're in pain and enraged. Yeah. But it doesn't mean those arguments are invalid. And totally. you got to have a capacity to have that conversation or else don't have any of those until you're no longer that enraged and hurt to be also served your truth. Yeah, because like right when you're dealing one on one with people, you don't right. If I'm super mad at you in an argument, we don't try to fix it in that moment. We no. take a second. We breathe. We calm down. You want me to submit. To, the only yeah. way to provide you emotional relief then is to submit. Exactly. And, and that not, doesn't solve anything because that's not yeah, real. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and, then, and I go away. Yeah. Maybe I did it because I, I was compelled at the time, but sure. I don't go away changed totally. about how I felt. Totally. So therefore that, that problem's not fucking changed, you know? So uh, I, I, you know, it sucks, man. It sucks for yes. everyone. It sucks yes, for, there are no winners. And some there of the government no officials too, man, as much as some of them are good and some of them are inept, Fuck, I don't think <laughs> any of them, them are really I don't awful. think any of them imagine any of this when they ran. No. No. Since when did a mayor? I mean, the last mayor that had to deal with some shit was Giuliani. I mean, other than that, that was like a rather an eventful right. mayor's fucking, a kind of a chill job. Yeah, on the national yeah. level, you didn't know this many mayors. Well, and like, right, I don't understand why mayors and governors are rejecting federal aid in these cities. Honestly, I, 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 I feel that the majority of mayors are pawns. For their party? Yeah. Sure. For the, for the interest for the, that's, for the that's benefiting from their decisions, from the power that they behold right now in this particular well, time and right, age. Like, specifically for us, uh, Carolyn Goodwin, that's a great example, right? And she's not necessarily tied to a party, I don't think. No. But she's, she's tied to special interests here in town. Yes, it's a Casinos, different thing. It's a different unions. thing. Unions. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, it's different. But, but also, that makes sense with this but, town. But also it's very astute. Uh, well, again, it makes sense with this town. No, but 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 what I like in the on the national level is that it makes us a swing state that is too small to be a swing state. But because sure. of the presence, sure. the heavily presence of the unions right. that we have here, we're a swing state, right? And, well, and also, I don't know how many states where there's like three population centers that kind of control what the state does, right? Right. Yeah. But there's a lot of empty, and like, there's right, a lot right. of empty space in no, that like, But And like, absolutely speaking to the point where you said we're a swing state, right? Absolutely. Sometimes it's that empty rural space does kind of dominate the yeah. state legislator and then so, like, legislation. legislation. <laughs> well, yeah. and, 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 and the people that feel the most besmirched often are those that are in the rural areas. Absolutely. Why wouldn't they be? You know what I mean? I mean, right. We even get since like here with being in the south, southern part of Nevada, Las Vegas, where the capital's up north in Carson City, and it absolutely seems to favor Reno. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Let's be real. Well, and information. Just sure. uh, just the, the flowing of information to those to those communities. Well, Dude, I mean, the Postal Service, right? This is a great example here again. And that's and that's really where the whole the whole thing to me is being the most like earmarked is watching the way these mayors are responding to this rapid succession of events right and all of the special interests that can be at play and some of them you can tell are just downright bumpkins man yeah <laughs> i mean that's <laughs> just this is a bunking ass mother. look at them, the mayors well like right imagine for our state the mayor of like gardnerville alco i'm sure they're great people but probably not too worldly because if they were, they probably wouldn't have been elected in those places. Well, I mean, they stayed. I mean, they, and they don't represent the people who they... I mean, maybe, maybe I'm 
disparaging the good people of Elko and Gardnerville. I hope I am. I mean, it I'm could sorry. be. It could be, but I don't know how you would win an office like that if you were an export. Right. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. You definitely. know, so, so I mean, you know, wear a cowboy hat up there, you're not going to get elected. And you would figure people would know who you are because exactly. it's not that big. Yeah, totally. So, totally. so that's, that's, it's definitely hard to stay away from it. You know, it's impossible. It's impossible. And especially as we're getting closer and closer to November, it's just impossible. Yeah. And then it's affecting all the sports and then, you know, which I'll say I'm kind of a fan of, right? The NBA was able to get NBA arenas to become voting centers. That's pretty cool. It's incredible. Like, right. All publicly funded arenas, stadiums, event centers. Those should be voting centers. Yeah. They should be like the Raiders. But but see, that's what I don't understand is why is it that they can't just say, Okay, well, we're going to do both. You can vote by mail or you can go to a voting center. Yeah, no, they should. You know, let the chips fall where they may. I think it's because, right, the Republicans typically outsmash Democrats on day of voting. When there's an actual election voting, they vote during mail-in votes. Democrats usually have a higher percentage. Mm. I think that's kind of some of the pushback against it. And right. Republicans call what Democrats do is ballot harvesting, right? So they design someone to go out to different communities, to different houses, say, here's your ballot, go vote, fill it out. I'll take it to the post office to you. Um, it's actually legal here in San Nevada to do this. The It was just passed in our most recent special session. And our Secretary of State wanted to put a regulation where if you're a person who is a collecting ballots, I'm not going to say ballot harvester because I don't think that's the proper term for it. Whatever, just, yeah. yeah. I think this was a little bit more inflammatory when you say about collecting the election liaison. Exactly. And I think it actually makes a lot of sense. But what she was arguing for, right, that's totally fine. But if you collect more than 10 ballots, you should have to be registered with the Secretary of State, who is the office that controls all of our state elections. So that makes a lot of sense to me. That way they're able to oversee it, to regulate it, to make sure nothing fouls going on. Governor Sisolak said no. Governor Sisolak said no. We're just going to do it the way it is passed in the legislation where anyone can go out and collect ballots, which again, not the worst thing in the world, but I think the secretary of state had a very good idea and was very well within the boundaries of her office to want to oversee this practice. I see. Yeah. But yeah, but you would imagine that. Why is it that the Republicans are not confident enough that their people are just going to go vote anyway. That's the other thing, right? Republicans should just be okay and double down on strategy and just go collect ballots because places like Arizona, there's a significant older population who typically skews right. Make it easier for them to go vote. Make it so that you don't have to go pick up grandma and papa to go vote. Yeah. But the the, the other counterpoint too, and it's not really a counterpoint, it's just a point on the opposite side. Not a specific point sure. for that one is if you can go protest, then you can go vote. That is a great point. That is a, I don't disagree with it. I don't disagree with it, right? I, it, it, I, I went voting the, day up is a pain in the butt. It really is. And I'm not sure I necessarily disagree with it being not a pain in the butt. And maybe it should be. It should, maybe be, it should be. be a day's event. Yeah. But yeah. it should also be a national holiday. You should have to choose between going to work and going to go vote. Which a lot of people do have to choose. That's the reality of the situation in this country. But yeah, but right now they shouldn't matter. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's true. Everyone can we'll deal right with now. that later. But right now, that's not a problem. 
That's four years from now. Put, we'll that, put that on the agenda for later. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. I don't disagree with that, I don't think. But you see well, my point though, right? But, but, but see, that's the thing, is that when people are having these fucking arguments on the public discourse arena, sure. right? Then this becomes a yelling match. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, well, why don't we just uh, dig everything up? Well, you don't want to deal with the issue, sir. It's just, it just escalates into a fucking complete devolvement of... Well, and right, the argument that there's not going to be voter fraud, that's just false. Well, just false. I mean, voter fraud I, I'm is going to so- happen regardless. I'm sorry to surprise everybody. Every election that anyone that's ever voted had fraud. Voter fraud. Uh, yes. I mean, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Without without fraud, you wouldn't have Bush, and he was a Republican. So, hey, political parties just get better at it, right? Fuck. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Listen, man. If that's the way the game's going to be played. I'm going to bring it right back around. I'm going to bring it right back around right now. Please do. You spin me right around, baby. Like a record player. The best weapon you can unleash in the world is a well-educated, well-adjusted child that you raised. Yeah. So how many of these people that are constantly arguing and criticizing mayors and how many, how they kids turn out? Let's start there. Don't go that far. Oh, you're looking at Washington. No, no, no. We're going to look at your fucking cupboard. (laughs) Let's go through this pictures. Sure. Which one's this one? He looks a little. Carlos, <laughs> two episodes in a row. <laughs> two episodes in a row. I just bleeped it out last time. I kept okay. the entire conversation in. But I just bleeped it out. I told you, you look all Republican today. I do with this outfit. I'm mm-hmm. not going to disagree. Anytime a man has a polo shirt with flamingos on it. You got a problem with flamingos? I don't. I'm yeah, just apparently saying. Apparently you I- do. I'm saying you, you got look an opinion like, on flamingos. Yes, I do. What's your opinion? What's your you opinion? You look on like flamingos? Bradley Cooper in Wedding Crashers dressed like that. I think that was a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good. <laughs> Brad Cooper is a successful actor. In that movie, he was an asshole. I don't remember that movie. <laughs> really? Not oh, Bradley Cooper's good. character, no. Crack cakes and football. That's what Marilyn does. Oh, you got to watch that movie again, son. Sounds like I need some crab cakes. <laughs> I had some crab cakes this week. Sounds, well, like, sounds that? like we should change shirts. No, never. Well, I, I mean, you're the one eating crab cakes. I'm all good. I, I still look like a 16-year-old that follows bands. I don't give a shit. I'm 40 almost. Still dressed like I'm 16. That is a good band, though. I'm so old, I'm wearing cargo shorts. Fuck you. Cargo shirts are ugly. Nice. And I'm wearing shorts that look like puke. I don't give a shit. You <laughs> colored shorts, dog. Cargo shorts allow me to keep my range. Plus, these are the hiking ones. These are the Columbia ones. So they got a little stretchy. <laughs> Plus, they light so I can swim in it. Carlos, if what's I, your favorite hike here in Las Vegas? I don't hike. <laughs> but 90% of these bitches out there don't do yoga. And they're wearing yoga pants. Fuck them. We should go hiking. I'm not angry. Early in the sun. Early in the morning. I mean. Jimmy boys. Why do you want to go on a slow climbing walk? Because it's pretty. I do like hiking, actually. It's pretty, dog. I like Red Rock and shit. Red Rock and go Mount Charleston, and the boys will love it. James well, I gotta wait it. for Mikey to be a little bit, little bit stronger. Well, let me take James because of the dirt. You know, let me take James. James will have fun. He'd like it. Every morning, then we can go get lunch after. He would like it. Yeah. He he would fucking go nuts in it. All right, so I'm gonna take James hiking. Is what it sounds like. Yeah, we'll 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 figure that out. Ah oh, shit. So I started preschool back this week, or well, two weeks ago, but this week was my first week back. How many students you got? I have seven compared to 15 last year. Is that the cap? Is that what you capped it at? Or so we're capping the, it at the only 10. people that came back. We're capping it at 10. 
technically we can have up to 22 students, I believe, at any one point. So at most, we only want 20. Cool, cool, cool. Um, last year, we would have two classes of 15 at the school at any one time with two teachers. So now I have seven kids and I'm the only teacher. Gotcha. So we don't, we're not trying to cross-pollinate as much as we can. And from my understanding, from what I've heard around the block, a lot of early child care centers are not necessarily... Kosher? Not kosher, but right... The guidelines are relatively lax, to my understanding. They are. Well, a lot of people are using them as pre-K now and like yeah. just regular daycares, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, we heard about a lot of people that are just dropping off their kids to save heat and shit. Sure. Totally. Totally. But it's been good. It's been good. I am only teaching three-year-olds where last year I taught three-year-olds and four-year-olds. And if you're not around this age of children, if you're just my age and you've never been around young kids, you probably don't think there's a big difference between three and four-year-olds. But there there's is. a world of difference, right? <laughs> the best way I can describe it, if you have no concept of it, right? With a class of 15 four-year-olds at the beginning of the year, you maybe have to go around to three kids and show them how to hold a pencil. With three-year-olds, you have to go around to every kid and show a pencil, how to how to hold the pencil. Mm. In just terms of timing, when you're doing stuff, think it like, that's the best way I've come up with to describe the difference. They're great. They're already like super stoked on school, which is awesome. I've my class is so at three year old. They're all adorable, and I have the most adorable class, which is great. That's cool. Had a kid pity on me Ooh. twice in a day. Twice in a day, yeah, aggressive. Just, listen, man, he's getting new. He's it's preschool. It's not school. It's preschool. He's got to figure it out. No hate, no judgment. We've all been there. <laughs> Involving <laughs> three-year-old peanut pants. Oh, so he ran out of clothes probably because he already used the first yeah, outfit. Yeah, well, thankfully we have extra clothes, obviously, for when this happens because it's a preschool and this is not the most uncommon thing. We had a kid throw up first week. <laughs> totally fine, by the way. He, he like, spit up a little bit of food. Good to go. I mean, we obviously... You can rally. We obviously set him to the side and, like, thankfully it was towards the end of the day so his dad was already on his way to pick him up so that worked out nicely. But he was totally fine. I mean, he was totally fine. It was like five seconds. And then he was like, all right, I'm good. I'm rallying. Yeah, it was totally fine. But it's been good. It's been good. Uh, it's good to be back. Good. It's good to be back around Slowly. that energy. Yeah. And, and people in general, man. Like, Definitely. Talking to the coworkers and whatnot. Yeah. We're yeah. wearing masks. The kids for the masks, it's optional. We're doing so much cleaning. I'm like worried about my skin with the amount of cleaning we're doing. But it's, it's and, see, That's the other thing that's so weird is it... it the thing that I think I struggle with the most is the lack of any objective information sources. You know? Well, now people are discrediting the CDC. People are discrediting the WHO. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's... Not for not good reasons. Not Exactly, exactly. It just seems like we slid so far away from accountability that when everybody has to be accountable at once, then there's a bunch of shit to be found out. Have you heard this idea of that we are slowly entering the age of the death of the expert? Uh, no, no, I haven't. So, right, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. We're in an age where the idea of an expert is kind of dying because of how much access we have to knowledge on the internet. Yeah, that, I think, I... I mean, I never thought about it, but it makes a lot of sense. my first reaction is to think that it's a good sign of progress. Interesting. Interesting. Because expertise, part of kind expertise of came through interaction with colleagues of the highest regarding each field. Well, those interactions can happen daily and consistently now. They could. Are they, they can. Uh, I don't think. I, yes, I think they are. Because even if they're not interacting okay. directly, sure. they're reading each other's shit. 
because yeah, their totally. egotistical yeah, fucks. Totally. So therefore, yeah. by virtue of of of, of yeah. checking up on your competition or on your rivals or whatever, you're interacting, motherfucker. You may not call them and be like, "Hey, good job. I agree or I sure. disagree with this," but you're absorbing that shit, and that's bleeding into your own application of your practice. See, but I'm not sure it's necessarily a good thing because, right? It, experts are good. It is good to have experts in things. Yeah, but expert is an ambiguous term. Sure, but now are you relying on the general public to decipher between the things? Which yes, we, mm, but is that yes. good? Is that good? Listen, we're gonna go through some bad times for a little bit in that regard, but sure. everyone needs to do that because everyone has always the regular population turned itself into a child. I don't have to worry about what I eat because the food administration says it's okay. I don't have to worry about the cigarettes because the surgeon cancer says the camels and lights are okay. I don't have to worry about fucking uh, drinking Coke because Diet Coke's okay. But And so then it turns out that, no, fuck that, dude. Stop taking, people are taking all this, in my opinion, as a shortcut to, to critical thinking. That's just a high expectation of the general public where we've never seen in his, human history. I know, but- And now, I mean, sure, but, we have but, the but, most but, access to knowledge- uh, in but, human history, but all I can say is that all signs point to where whether it's right or not, that's where society is being pushed. And I like that. I realize it's going to be some growing pains, sure. believe me. Sure. But I like that. We were better society when everybody had be embarrassed to be stupid. There's no embarrassment to ignorance, dude. Like a couple of episodes ago, we we're talking about how the modification of language and all that, which I'm all for, just not out of ignorance. And right now, there's a prideful ignorance in things where when somebody's found out to be ignorant, it's like, yeah, but still, <laughs> there's a shit attitude. No, this is when you are humble and you go, you know what? I did not know that. Thank you. Or whatever your version of that is. Yeah. But you know what, what? What's never right? I don't care. But still. But well, that's how I that's use how the I word. Feel. Well, that's how I use the word. Well, no, because if you say that three plus three is seven. We're not just going to be like, well, well leave him alone. Two plus two equals four is white supremacy. I, 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 don't, I don't even know how that makes a connection, but I'm sure it has to do with like... Something, something about postmodernism, how truth is just a construct and two plus two equals four is only upholding that idea. I don't know. You can do your research, little beast. I I did not enough and it confused me and I felt it was dumb, so I stopped. Well, well I, like, I like the idea that now, like, <laughs> listen, I don't want to be shitty, but I'm going to be. <laughs> When, okay. when coronavirus deniers get the fucking virus and one of them dies and I see the picture and it's a red faced pimple looking motherfucker that is fat as fuck who turns out had three of the underlying conditions and he was a denier and he gets a corona. I don't feel bad. Yeah. I say, you know what, friend? Good for you. You died by your own sword. You walked your walk. But you don't get to, you, that, that's the whole yeah. thing. About, that, that's it. Listen, listen, yeah. dude, listen, man. You know, you want to be an anti-vaxxer, that's fine. But if you die of an easily curable disease because you didn't want to take the goddamn vaccine. Are you going to get the Rona va- vaccine when the it what? comes out? The Rona vaccine when it comes out? Probably not. The death rate is not fucking something that alarms me. If my, if my, if my son's oncologist suggested it, then I would. Sure. I've never taken a flu shot. I don't, you know, like I, I, I believe in my own immunity before I have reasons to believe it's compromised. And yeah, I go yeah, to I mean, that's something that no I go, government official will ever talk about. Listen, man, other than drinking, I go to amazing lengths to yeah. be on top of my immunity and on top of my, my, my health. So, you know, I've absolutely boosted up my vitamin and supplement intake since 
I mean, we've been in the quarantine just because. But again, yeah. it's a matter of saying, and this this goes back to what we're talking about, right? When they came out, the vitamin, the, the zinc and the vitamin D were a par, a factor. Right. I'm not going to go into what the right, yeah. percentage is. Yeah. Start with the bullshit. I'm just saying a factor. It's a factor, right? Uh, I don't go, well, I have my vitamin regimen really, really dialed in, so I don't know. Right. No, I just buy the vitamin. I take it. I also ended up buying vitamin D. Like, what's, what's it going to... Like, exactly. Know, many years ago, when I was having some joint shit, I asked Eric Nixick, the manager of the gym, I was like, hey, dude, do you anything for joints? He's like, yeah, man, I do glucosamine. And he's like... And I was like, well, do you notice it? He's like, well, I don't not notice it. And I was like, you know what, man? It's more than I'm now. doing now. Well, you know what I mean? Like, but this is like, idea to somebody. The placebo effect is a very real thing. And we should take it to our advantage. We'll see. But he, here's where you fall into, like... This is why people are funny, right? You'll find somebody that tells you that the placebo effect is bullshit, but so they true. believe in the secret. Well. <laughs> you know, so it's the same thing. You know, it's, it's an intent is everything. Yeah. That's what placebo is, and that's what the secret is, right? But if you take the placebo effect and you add it with your own effort, that's fine. The problem is that people are... The problem, I think, <laughs> at, at the core that we're dealing with here is that Everyone who thinks they can get the same result without calorie expenditures is being exposed right now. Sure. And I love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. Good. Now you see, you can, you know what I mean? Like, right. that's yeah, all totally. I'm saying. Whatever totally. the thing is, is it has to cost you calories, man. It just well, does. Like, I just don't understand why, like, there is such this, and I guess I do understand why, right? Because people are always looking for shortcuts, but like, right, your specific, like, right, your diets, your spot toners, your workouts for a specific part of your body. No, that's not how any of this works. And it's very easy to look up that information and realize it's very simple. Calories in versus calories out at the end of the day. Right? There's nuances, of course. But when we distill it to something that's useful and manageable to your day-to-day life, there it is. And the specific targeted training like that is for elite people people that have never been out of shape your ass that's just getting started at 30 you're never gonna be there so you know what worry about feeling good don't step on the scale do this for learn to shut the fuck up and there's as you know i'm addicted to cardio right (laughs) yes i start every morning with five miles every single morning well five days a week i take the take it off on the weekends um I've done different variations of cardio, right? I've, I've ran for like three months straight every single day before. Like no no missing, right? And then I've ran outside and I ran in a flat treadmill and I settled on the curved treadmill and I do five miles a day. I do different runs. Sometimes it's consistent, yeah. sometimes it's not. But I'm addicted to the cardio run. And the number one reason that I'm addicted to running, and it took me a long time, by the way, to get to be where yeah, I could totally. run without pain and to get to where I could figure this out. So... I have to run every day because I, my entire life I hated running. I fucking despise running. And what I need to do in order to accept new information, because I have a high regard of my own self, you know, right. I trust my instincts. I'm a confident person. I trust that the information that I have is as accurate as I could find it to be. Sure. I need to break my will. Yeah, totally. And the only thing that breaks my will, not my will, I have to break my resistance. Sure. Yeah. When I'm done running, doing cardio for an hour, I don't have energy to resist. And it's often those times where I take a breath and I go, well, clearly this is the answer to that thing that I've been looking for. Yeah. And why was I avoiding it? Because I knew it. 
Right. And I resist. Right. Right. So, so for me, it's a way to break totally. down that part where I'm like, and I think every person has a version of that resistance. So when you find it, when something triggers you, double down on that. Yeah. As opposed to telling the world to quiet, quiet, because you're going to cause me to have a fucking anxiety attack. No, I'm, I mean, the, for sure, don't cause yourself a fucking anxiety attack. But, but part of that is don't run away. You cannot yeah. build strength without fucking resistance. You know what I mean? And, and so you have to embrace it a little bit. And, and it doesn't have to be fucking at everything and you're going to be a savage, but it could be gradual. Totally. You know, it could be, it right. could be Maybe gradual. Thing. It, right. Yeah. Why not? My, uh, my favorite picture I think I've ever seen is a Calvin and Hobbes comic where Calvin is like, right. You know, the characters I assume. I- uh, yes. So it's Calvin and he's just walking, but it's steps behind him over mountains, over sand dunes. And it's just right. Don't worry about how many, like how big the steps are. Just keep moving. Keep making yeah. those steps. Yep. That's it, man. Yeah. That's it. And I think, uh, and and I'm seeing it in a lot of these kids. You you can inherit you can inherit your parents' disdain for authority before you understand why your parents have disdain for authority. You can inherit your parents' disdain for instruction without ever understanding why your parents dislike instruction. Sure. And that's a dangerous thing. Yeah. You know that's why I want my like my son James has had so many coaches with lost track between tennis, swim, and and martial yeah. arts. And, and I want him to be that way because as soon as you think that one person has the answers, that's not it. The best answer for you is going to be a combination of your broad experiences yep, that you can apply to yourself. That's that it. Work that's for it. your individual. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. You know, it's like if you only like one guitar player. No, if you talk to guitar players, they're like, "Oh shit, where do we even start?" You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they give you like sixteen categories, top five in each of those categories, and why this is important. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, so I kind of think, I, I kind of think that that approach is something that I begrudgingly like about President Trump. When somebody calls somebody a flip flopper, my trigger is the person doing the call out. Sure. Because that means that that guy doesn't change his mind despite new information being given. I want you to be able to change your mind. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> because people fuck up. People are dumb. You, you know, right? like, yeah. like... I feel like you can just look at your own life. Every the, only way, the only place where I disagree is where they don't face it head on. Because then you t- that means that... I, at the same vein as I'm giving Trump a compliment, I'm going to take it right back. <laughs> His problem to me is it does, he doesn't have the testicular fortitude as a man and the strength of character of saying, upon new information, turns out the ventilators are a terrible idea. We're going to offload those in, the, in, in a different market. Wait, but Carlos, I thought we were in a ventilator shortage. We were, and we thought we were. Right, no, yeah, absolutely. And the results from the medical community are telling us that a lot of the people that were put on ventilators died. Some of the research shows that maybe their body stopped fighting as hard because the machine's breathing for them. Right. So we're going to pivot this this, this this thing. We already made a couple of deals in the private sector. These ventilators are not going to go to waste. We're going to make some revenue off of them, and this is what we're doing next. I would like to see a leader do that in my life. You know what I mean? Because in the military, if you if you read anything about like Jocko or Tim Kennedy, those leaders, the reason that their men will die for them is because they're like that. Sure. Yeah. You know, and and they're and they're in charge of those kids, those people's lives. No, you're in their right. Platoons. Kids. 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 You're right. Yeah. No. You're. You're, right. I mean, 18, yeah. 19, 20, 21 year olds. So, 
So that's that's where I see an alarming thing, you know. And I think that this whole thing with the quarantine, it's forcing people. I tell you what, dude, I see so many families at the park. Totally. So many families out there running and bike riding and doing the thing together. Like, that's a great thing. There's going to be there's going to be some they can be and there will be good things that come out of this. Absolutely. But anybody that's given into fanatism. Some people, this is the first time in their lives they had the motivation to take up a cause. And that's a dangerous thing. That's what concerns me the most. Because it's it's not smart people, in my opinion. It's not well-balanced people. They're easily led, easily angered. And the result that we're seeing is that, you know, it's easily led, easily angered. Punks. Punk bitches. See, and like, I feel like for me, I just see so many people who rush to comment on it in social media. Yeah. They're addicted. It's an addiction. I mean, they're addicted to and people like, liking like, it and agreeing with it. I, I feel like I can recognize it myself that I probably pay a little bit too much attention to the news. Mm-hmm. Probably. Not probably. Pretty pretty much so. Yeah, but we were raised to that. True. I mean, regardless. I do too. Regardless. Regardless. I probably pay too much attention to the news. But I'm not out there. I just, I just don't feel the need to share my opinion on every little thing that comes yeah, out. Yeah. No, no, I no. I just no. don't understand that. No. And it's not a I good idea. And I, like, I understand if like maybe you're trying to become an influencer and that's working out for you and like you're able to turn it into some sort of monetary thing. That makes sense to me. But just your average individual, I just agreed. I just don't see the cost benefit analysis of it working out. Adam for you. Carolla has a pretty good quote that he that he that I like of sure. his. I used to listen to his show when when he was on the radio, and I used to that was like one of the first podcasts that I got into his and, and Joe Rogan's. And uh, eventually, I don't listen to Corolla very much anymore. Um, I, I just didn't see it evolve a whole sure. lot. It's the same. Like I know, if I started listening tomorrow, I didn't miss anything. Sure, it's, it's the like same four show, segments and it'll be com- and it'll be comfortable yeah. and it'll be great. Yeah. But one of the things that I like is that one of the things that he likes to follow is if it doesn't make you happy and it doesn't make you money, what's the point? Right. And I kind of it's pretty simplistic, but it's true because doing anything well, and happy like, right. covers a lot. Time out, though, but like a lot of people don't even recognize that if you're able to get to the point where you're doing something that makes you happy and something that makes you money, you can affect way more change. Yeah, yeah no, but the point is, if it doesn't make you happy and it doesn't make you money, what is the point? Why are you doing it? It's probably something negative for you. It's a compulsion. Yeah. It's a it's a an addiction to terrible news, to terrible right. commentary on YouTube yeah, with other totally. people that you get yeah, back yeah. and forth and in the comments section. Yeah, 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 dirty. Yes, the mud, yes. The mud, the, that's I think that's what it is inferring because anything else you sure. can think of would make you happy. Totally. Like if you're feeding the bums, you come out of there feeling happy, motherfucker. Absolutely. So yeah. so the happy covers a lot and money. Well, money, money. So, you know, money can't buy happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. Now, I agree with you. If you can be happy in the thing that you earn money right. in, I think it's good. But I also think that people would be surprised. Like I'm in sales, sure, and it took me a long time to realize that as long as I'm not selling a shit product, and I like, I, I like sales. Sure, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy proving to somebody that what I have is better. And putting my name behind it because we do sales and service of the equipment that we that we sell, I like that. I like that those people know that I'm not full of shit. Sure. I mean, some of the equipment that I sell, commercial entities, is shit that I like. My camera system in my house. <laughs> That's the right. shit that I sell. Somebody, the shit that watches over my kids. You know. Right. So 
but I also understand that it's not for a lot of people. I'm, I'm personable. I like that. I like, yeah. I like meeting somebody and saying, how are you? And having a meeting in person. I like that. You know, I, I, the day that I have a meeting and I wake up that morning and I do my workout and I put on a fucking suit and I know I'm going to get this fucking business right. that day. Yeah. And I'm not going to do it through shitty yeah, pretensions no, and pretending to be something I'm not. And the best part to me about that is... in a way. 100%. I consider it to be. Yeah. And and to me, the, the highest regard that I have for myself in terms of sales is that I, I like to think that if any of the people I sell anything to met me at the bar, they They'd would have met the exact same yeah. person. The oh, exact okay. same person. Gotcha. Okay. You know, yeah. now I, not the cursing or the, right. but sure. they will, re, I will, I will have made you laugh at some point yeah. and found a common ground. And if I saw that you have a fucking putter right. on the corner, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and, but, but it will never be shallow. Sure. And it will it's never be fake. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah, no, and, <laughs> right. People can tell when genuinity is 100%. happening. Like, and absolutely. Like, I think that's, I like to think that's something that we, are here on this, right? Being genuine with who we are. And if you're not going right. to try to be, listen, if this is not entertaining to anybody, then it's not, right. you know, but you know, what'd be less entertaining me pretending to be something I'm not totally. Cause that's not a thing yeah. that I'm good at. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, but, but I, I think that if you distill all those things down, right. If you were to talk to interview any protester on any side, they're not full people. They're not. They're disenfranchised. They feel victimized. They feel ostracized. They feel like at some point they didn't get a fair shake and some other group represents sure. the lack of them getting that fair shake. And it's a sad thing because we we need to restructure education. Sorry, the unions were not going to last like that forever. The fact that your father and grandfather were able to fucking live off of that goddamn money grab in some of these unions for so long doesn't mean that you were guaranteed a full life like that, too. Yeah. Things change and life changes and you have to reeducate yourself. And there is and still a way to protect workers without resorting to unions. No, there is. There is. No, there is. And, and by the way, let's think them up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Just, well, yeah, better. man. And you're right, right. You're right, man. Fuck them. Fuck. Right. No, that's not going to accomplish anything. Yeah. And by the way, related to the school thing that we keep going back to, put your money where your mouth is. Right. Because guess what? If your kid comes out stupid now, you had a hand in that. You can't just blame the teacher. Interview that kid. Why are you stupid? When my daddy was stupid. He didn't give a fuck about me doing school. He took the Chromebook three days a week to do his own Googling. It only had the two. I mean, think about what these kids are dealing with. The fact that some parents are complaining. So your parenting plan was for the school district to feed your kid before three? Absolutely. That's fucking neglect. That's a basic fucking responsibility. Time out though. Like, right. There is, I think, something like 15,000 students in Clark County who are technically considered homeless. I'm not saying it's not neglect. But right, sometimes situations put people in the situation. No, no, no. I get, I get that. But I'm just saying that again. I'm not saying that. I enjoy the fact that people are having to face all of these things head on. It's no one's fault. Okay, no one made this happen. No one is targeting anybody. But a lot of what each individual is dealing with is a consequence of choices that they've been putting off for a long time. And a lot of the distracting factors of those choices are being taken away, such as cooking for your fucking children. 
Well, you have the time now. Right. You know, the money, though, <laughs> maybe. If they have the money to go fucking buy McDonald's for a family, dude, they have the money to cook a meal. That's bullshit. Sure. You go buy McDonald's for a family sure, of five right now. Unless they live somewhere where there's like a food desert, right? Okay, where, that, that'd be fine. So let's just localize it to Las Vegas, sure. the school district that I'm dealing sure, with. Okay. Your ass, with the money of a fucking family, with, a, with dinner at McDonald's for a family of five, you cook yeah, dinner. Totally. Yeah, you grab a bag of rice, bag of beans. Effort. Yeah. Effort. People that have been shunning effort are the ones paying the steepest prices. In health, fiscally, yeah. effort. You're not beyond effort. You're not Paris Hilton. You're not Kim Kardashian. Even though you're not a fucking a real housewife. You're not the situation. You're not Diplo. Situation. Effort, motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't think you deserve to be brought in. Other <laughs> I was thinking of DJs the first time I came from my mouth. <laughs> but I'm just saying, dude, like, like I just think it, it can be a good thing and it will be a good thing. A lot of people have gotten out. A lot of people have gotten active. Yeah. People, how many people started Googling vitamins for the first time because of this? Good. Totally. Good. That's step one. Yeah. You took a step. Yeah. That's a step. <laughs> yes. Totally. Steps that they weren't even fucking thinking about taking, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, so from that standpoint of view, I hope it's good. As far as the kids go, I think it varies. Because if you're in eighth grade, this is probably weird as shit. Probably sucks, dude. For a first grader like my son. Cool. This is all he's knowing. Yeah. This yeah. is, I mean, he did have preschool sure. at your preschool yeah, and yeah. he had uh, kindergarten yeah, last but year. Still. But he's still seeing kids. Yeah. We're still getting out to the park and, yeah. you know, and, and it's kind of the new normal for them. Like, I mean, no, all, but that's a great point. If you're like a middle schooler and you're kind of already used to the cool school system and having or high friends, school, especially high school, especially high school. Are you supposed to try to get laid? Like, <laughs> I don't want. Oh my goodness. Oh my word. Like even especially like right colleges. Think about colleges where colleges were offering full tuition for in-class students or for in-class sessions. And now they're suddenly switching to online sessions. First week, second week. It is happening. It is happening. It's kind Some of a bullshit. bait and switch. It's yeah, a bait it's 100% switch. a bait and switch. Why would you want to go to Notre Dame, pay Notre Dame online schooling when you go to your community college and get basically the same Canvas worksheets, like, right? The same, I don't know. Well, for exactly. the same reason they wanted to go. I to guess. get a diploma that says Notre Dame. I guess. Because, hey, listen, again, let's face things. Why have we been paying for the schools? Because it says on the diploma and you get to tell other people. And because in theory, you'll make more money. Hopefully it does happen to some. Right. I think it varies by field. But I tell you what, the people that come out of there with that diploma feel more special to themselves. Mm. So, and that's Okay. But let's have a real conversation about what you're paying for. Well, I'm like, right. With the age of the internet, college should be all online. You should be able to go pick the very best Math 101 class that you can find. And it should be accredited. And it shouldn't matter from what university it should be from. The idea of a university in the age of the internet is kind of stupid. Let let me give you an analogy. Let me give you an analogy, right, to, to that. It's kind of like this. Let's say that you were not able to lie, right? And you go to the guy that has the gold chains and he's fat and he's short, but he's tan okay. and he's wearing a white suit with a flower shirt and he's got a fucking Ferrari. Okay. And you go to that guy. He's not allowed to lie. Okay. And you go, hey, good friend. Hey, good friend. <laughs> How come you pick this car? And he 
not being able to lie. The reply was just straight to your face, takes his sunglasses off, he's full of rings, full of chains, and he goes, well, the reality is that I was a dumpy child. I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. I was not social. Girls didn't want to touch me with right. a 10-foot pole. I developed a nap, and I spent the rest of my life overcompensating with the amount of money that I've made. Sure. That's what we're talking about. That's what the college thing is right now. Yeah. And it's okay, by the way. The thing about it is that for years and years and years and years, people have been able to give you all kinds of different answers so that they don't have to suffer the indignity of the truth. Right. Which is okay. No one should mock you anyway. Yeah. But why do you have to modify the narrative? Because of shame. And where there's shame, there's some hiding of shit that you're not trying to fucking talk about. It's Again, I don't want to get back to the precedent, but... It, there's if he has to control the narrative and things, it's because there's a lot of shit that he's not proud of. That's who pretends to be tough, a pussy. And guess who? No, and it takes one to know one. So if you identify with that, you just might be a fucking pussy, or, or, you're a poor son of a bitch who wishes his daddy had been rich as Trump's, and that's pathetic. I wish I was Tom Brady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, not to say that I'm fucking in agreement of the Democrats or the Republicans. I don't, I, I don't put my support behind anyone I see it's currently. Hard currently. It's hard so, you know, that, that, that Kamala. Uh, <laughs> if you're pro-marijuana and you're going to vote for the Democratic ticket, you should really take a look at yourself. If you're, if you're, if you have any problem with convictions of brown people <laughs> over low drug offenses and you're willing to vote for that Democratic ticket, you should really ask yourself why. Let's move on. Let's bring in our special guest. Okay. And we're back. I am James. With the Niños of la Vista. That's not right. Don't, don't, don't take my word for it, buddy. I'm not good at Spanish. What's the name of your segment, sir? My segment's name, as always, is Kids of the Beast. That's right. Today, me and my dad are going to be breaking down Cobra Kai Season 2. Do you know what Cobra Kai is, sir? So, Cobra Kai, in my understanding, is a YouTube series that follows the Karate Kid. YouTube Premium. Regardless, so a YouTube series that follows the Karate Kid. Yes, so what happened is uh, a couple of years ago, right? YouTube launched their premium, their attempt at a premium service, which for what I understand, for what I understand, didn't really work out very well for them. I mean, the biggest show was Cobra Kai. And it's a very good production. You can okay. tell they put a lot of money into it. Yes. Hold on one second, please. And so uh, YouTube premium didn't work out. They, they, okay. they, they only had, I mean, I, I subscribed to it just for Cobra Kai. They had nothing else you could watch. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. They were like, I don't know what happened or whatever. Well, don't you get like no ads on YouTube with it too? Yeah, well, yeah, but I don't give a fuck about that. I was doing it for the original okay. content. Okay. If I'm going to pay a premium, it's for original content. I don't gotcha. watch enough YouTube to care enough about not paying for the ads. Like, gotcha. that's not the thing, you know? And so, and plus, the thing about not paying for the ads, that's still content that's created by amateurs sometimes. So it's not like the high quality. If I'm paying for content, at least it's professionally made. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my view anyway. Can but anyhow, stop this? they canceled and they moved uh, and they finally, uh, 
they did season one and two on YouTube, which is when we watched it, right? We watched yeah. season one and season two, yeah. and then it went away from YouTube, and now it's okay. coming to Netflix. Okay, now could we please tell them about it? So there's one really scary part I wanted to save for the first part. Okay, hit me. No. I'm ready to be well, scared. Hold on. That's the end. You no. can't tell them the end at the beginning. Okay. So it all started when the... When one of the main characters named Johnny, the sensei of one of my favorite guys named Miguel, and he brought Cobra Kai back. And then... Sensei Johnny did. He brought Cobra Kai back. Mm -hmm. And and now they're all training. But this is the part that's not too good. You see, when it happened... And so, after that, they went to, like, a training place that was, like, a show that other people were at. And, like, they were awesome. They chopped wood, did a lot of stuff. And after that, Miguel got beaten for, like, first time. Not really bad. The bad part was at the end. And after All right, that, hold on. Before you tell the end, let me t- explain to people. What you're talking about, Please. okay? All right. So no, I want to explain. I'm not gonna tell them. I'm not gonna tell them the end. You're gonna tell them what happened. But I know where you're going, and I don't want you to say it before people know, because some people may have not watched this. Before. I need the context. Yeah. I need so, the context. Okay. So in the show, Sensei Johnny, okay. right, which is the blonde guy from the Karate Kid movies back in the day, who was a bad guy. Oh, he's a sensei now. Yes. So he's had a bad life, right? And he's well, kind of struggling. Bad guy, and then Daniel San, Daniel Larusso, he's got a good life. Is it the same actors? Yes. He has, a, he has a car dealership, LaRusso Cars, right? Yeah. And he's on the billboards, like, doing a kick and everything. Ten out of th- As he should, damn it. Oh, yeah, he sells a bunch of cars. He has a nice life, a nice house. His kids, his kids train, blah, 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 right? Now, Johnny, the bad sensei, he lives in an apartment complex. And next door is this family with a mom, a grandma, and a kid. The kid's name is Miguel. Miguel gets bullied at the beginning of season one. And Sensei Johnny sees him outside the gas station or something, right? And he's getting bullied and he kicks the ass of the other four bullies. And he kind of reignites his love for karate. So then Miguel's like, you should teach me. And Johnny's like, well, I don't teach, blah, blah, blah. So then long story short, Sensei Johnny opens up a dojo. And that's how they bring back Cobra Kai. And Miguel is his first student, correct? And there's another guy too. What's his name? The other guy? Hawk? Hawk, yeah, that's a student, though. That's right. So Hawk is this other character who was getting bullied in school because he had a little scar right here from having a cleft palate. Of course. And then he comes in there, and at first they kind of beat him up a little bit, but then he gets himself a mohawk and a sweet tattoo of a hawk on his back. And then, How old is he? Like 16 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and so then he becomes Miguel's like main training partner. And then they will go to the Old Valley Tournament. Much like Karate Kid back in the day. And at the end, at the end, first, everyone gets into a fight, starting with two girls that go into a fight. Oh, so this is season two. So it's at the end of season one, okay. Miguel wins the All-Valley Tournament. Yeah. And right? Then, and then but like, the person that he beats, hold on, tell him about Robbie, dude. Yeah. Robbie? So Robbie is this other runaway kid that comes into the picture. He turns out to be Johnny's son. Of course. Yeah. And he gets a job working for Daniel LaRusso. So then Daniel starts teaching Robbie 
karate. Wax on, wax off. Miyagi do karate. That's correct. Hey, and course. so at the end of season one, no. Miguel fights Robbie at the tournament. And Miguel wins. Sounds like a great show. It's a very good show. It's a tremendous. If you're into the karate oh, dude, it's so good. I'm, so I'm, then now that maybe this is season two. Yes. Now this comes to season two. And number two, it's all different. Johnny brings back Cobra Kai, yeah. But it's all started with two girls getting into a fight. Then, Which is Daniel's daughter. Yeah. And Miguel's oh. new girlfriend, who used to be Ooh. Daniel's daughter. But they had an altercation. They're no longer dating. Wait, wait. You said Daniel's daughter twice. Stop, stop, stop. Okay. So, so, hold on. So Miguel used to date Daniel's daughter. Okay. And then they oh, are not together okay. anymore. So now there's a new girl that Miguel has. And she, they get into a fight. She's Cobra Kai. Of course. Her name's Tori with a Y. Tori's not getting a name. And, yeah, she's one of the persons who gets in a fight. And then Robbie and Miguel get into a fight after that. Then the whole place. The whole school's fighting, fighting each yeah. other. It's and, nothing but Cobra yeah. Kai on Miyagi Dojo crime. Oh my All God. over the school. It's mayhem. Yeah. Like a real and, family battle. And after that, one of my favorite parts is where Hawk hunts down someone whose name is Petrie. <laughs> Dimitri. The Petrie. And then he hides, and Hawk finds him. And when they try to beat each other up, B-Tree wins. Kicks him into glass. And now the, the, the context of that is that... And the, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to tell him about that dangerous part. Hold okay. on. Before you do that, Dimitri is Hawk's best friend from when they were both nerds. Oh, of course. And so then Hawk gets cool because he becomes a badass because of Cobra Kai. And Dimitri tries to go to Cobra Kai and he gets beaten up. And he's like, man, fuck this. I'm not trying to get beat up. And he quits Cobra Kai. But then, because Hawk starts kind of bullying his old friend Dimitri, Dimitri goes and gets... Karate lessons from bum bum bum. That's right. That's Daniel right. Son. That's right. Daniel so son. then, therefore, at the end, Dimitri and Hawk. That's who fights each other. So uh, Dimitri puts a good ass whooping so on what Hawk. What happened? What happened? What happened? Hit me with this dangerous stuff. And then the last part, which was like the part where I actually cried, was where. Oh, he was losing it. Well, like where? Well, so well, Tommy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> If you haven't seen the show, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to hear this next part because he's going to tell you what happened at the end of season two. All right, hit us. What happens? Okay, so Tommy and Miguel were fighting. Miguel takes him down. But after that, Tommy gets Robbie. back up. Robbie gets back up and then, like, kicks him and he falls down every stairs, hits his oh, back no. on the railing, and next thing you know, falls onto the ground. And, like, he has to go to the hospital. Wow. And yeah, he had a bloody nose. And, yeah, oh, no. everything was just Everything. And that's horrible. the end. So well, we don't know what's going to happen season three. Oh, oh, they got you. I know. They got you. I'm telling you, you got to watch this show. It's a good show. It's a good show. Like, listen, as long as you can accept the hokiness, because do they do they do callbacks to the movie? Yes, they do. They repeat lines. Yes. If you don't like that, fuck you. Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank no, you. I was going to say great. that in front of your child, but since you said no, that. it's a great show. It's a great show, and he's now seen Karate Kid movie, the first one, right? How good is that? Pretty good. How good is Mr. Miyagi? Mr. Miyagi, oh my God, he's amazing. He he like he karate chops. He karate chops Sensei Johnny in the freaking stomach, like. <laughs> you know what my favorite part of the Karate Kid movie is? What? When he goes honk. 
At the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the part where, 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 <laughs> that, where, what's his name again? The sensei that trained the... John. John Kreese. No, I'm talking about... The, the bad guy. guy. No, I'm talking about the good guy. Miyagi? Yeah. Miyagi kicked him with a crane kick. So, That's right. Are we going to review a different movie or show next time? Yes. Is there yeah. anything else you want to say to the people? I just want to tell them about my side swipe now. Oh, tell us about this. Hold on. You need to describe it for the people who want to listen to the audio because we do only have podcast fans who don't watch the video. So describe what it looks like. So side swipe, actually, I don't actually have to describe what it looks like because I have a toy of them. But I know, but some, some people, people aren't watching listen. the video. So they just listen. So, use your words to describe what it looks like. So, Sideswipe transforms into a car. He's red and has arms that have spikes on him. And he's an Autobot. You can tell it was a badge that looks like this. With two holes inside of it. And, not only that, Sideswipe's so cool, he can transform into an awesome car. I have a question. Where is Sideswipe on the pecking order of the Transformers? Is he like, is he like Optimus Prime is their leader, right? Is he right? the boss or is he? No, Optimus Prime is the boss. Oh, no, okay. how dare so, you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, so Optimus Prime puts Bumblebee in charge of Sideswipe, Strongarm, and Grimlock. So Bumblebee's like a lieutenant. Yeah, he's, that's why Strong, Cadet Strongarm calls him Lieutenant Bumblebee. Oh, S-H-I-T? I see. That's very interesting. And can we talk about what hat you're wearing? Yes. What's your hat? It's it's. I feel like it's an ECR hat or a. Yeah, I'm not really good at that. ECR hats. is the business, the big business that Mr. Carlos works at. But no, your hat is not an ECR hat. Okay. Good guess though. Can I take Okay, so your hat is actually of a great Mexican champion boxer, Canelo Canelo Alvarez. Put it on. You wear it, Carlos. Show that Canelo. And not only that. Do you know who your dad's favorite boxer is? Who? Julio Chavez Jr. Julio Cesar Chavez. Want to know who my favorite boxer is? Who? Who? I've seen him in action. Whom? Gustavo. He's my all-time favorite. Gustavo Lopez? Lopez. Yes. The UFC Bantamweight. UFC Bantamweight. That's what's up, Mr. James. What's up? Well, I think that's a great segue because I think me and your father are about to talk about some fights. All right. Well, say goodbye to the people. Bye, guys. And I just want to tell you about one more scene about my Transformers. So, Please do. Please do. Hit us with so, that side swipe information. So, side swipe here is actually really cool. He's so cool, he can actually transform into a car. Whoa. If you're listening to just the audio, let us take this opportunity to say, go to YouTube, Google, not Google, search Children of the Beast podcast. You have to put in podcast because if you just put in Children of the Beast, there is an God Iron God knows Maiden. what you're going to get. No, there's an Iron Maiden cover. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it girls? I don't think so. Oh. But they're kind of popular. I mean, they have a couple thousand views on YouTube. It's a great name. You. It is. Fair play. I mean, especially especially for a tribute man. It's a fair. It's a great name. So please put in Children of the Beast podcast on YouTube, episode eight, 
And you can see me and Mr. James' this beautiful dyed hair. Don't okay. you like our hair? All right. Well, Are you, hold on, one more question. Are you going to dye your hair a different color? No, no, I think he's in the process of getting a haircut and we're going to get school hair till next summer. Bummer. <laughs> it's not a bummer. I'm going to dye my hair purple. What do you try, mean? Try to forget he said that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, James, you've been a great guest. We can't wait to talk to you again next week. Can we have a big high five? Boom. Yeah. But yeah. um, here, let's talk about some fights. Let's talk about uh, some UFC, some ultimate fighting champion. Chip. Well, I think we got to start with a little drama that was beautiful to me. Please do. The John Jones drama was gorgeous. About what? What do you mean? What drama? The way that everything played out. It was a beautiful dance with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, sunny, sunny people. If you're a sunny person, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, then you're you not should pure. Be sunny you're not pure. You should be sunny. Uh, yeah, man. It was a beautiful dance with a chainsaw. John Jones is like, ah, they don't like me. And Dana White's like, I don't need him. And then they're like, well, maybe we might fuck with each other. And then Jones is like, I respectfully decline the thrones that I've earned. And then Dana's like, well, maybe. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, we're getting along great, y'all. We're all friends. And now we all know John Jones is going to take over heavyweight. And guess what? Not a single soul in the heavyweight division can do a motherfucking thing about it. Can I do a timeout on the court? Go for time it. Timeout on the court. Call me Doc Rivers. I've I'm spoken. calling timeout. I've spoken. So I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> what do you mean, sir? Stipe Miocic, Francis Ngannou. And Ganyu. And I love Stipe. I think Stipe is going to be a, an interesting challenge for John Jones. I'm going to give you I, a... Hold on, let me finish. I think John Jones solves that challenge. But Francis and Ganyu? Francis uh, okay, okay. If and I, Ganyu? If with all of the might M- of Africa? I have one thing to say to you. MMA math. It's not real. 100% real. Not if real. If John Jones handles... Not real. Listen, I'm sorry to tell anyone... But if John Jones handles Stipe, and Gano don't get a shot, that's not a bad argument. Look at me. Let me look at me turn and talk to the mic. That's not a bad argument. I can't help Ooh. it. That's the truth, man. It's <laughs> the truth. Two hundred five is in shambles because it is. because you well, know. What? I mean, look at last night, Anthony Smith, the proverbial. I'm surprised we didn't see a John Jones tweet talking shit about Anthony Smith. Because he knows it's beneath them at this point. There's no money in it. There's no money in it. That money's already been cashed. Can we talk about Rackicks? I don't know his first name. Antonio? Yeah. Antonio Rackicks? I like him. I mean, good. His leg kicks? Fantastic. Beautiful. Beautiful. Fantastic. But it seems to me it's very clear that Anthony Smith's best years are behind him. Well, he's got a lot of mileage. 33 fights, 16 losses now. That's a lot of fights. 15 before last night. That's 16. a lot. That's a lot of training, a lot of sparring, That's a lot of amateur. I think he fought in Golden Gloves too. Uh, I mean, he's a combat athlete, so it's a lot. It's a lot, and it's you know that's the thing. Uncle Dana, careful what you wish for. What were you saying all the time? Could if we anybody, time out. yeah, I want to bring something up because a couple of weeks ago, maybe episode three, four, you talked about how Dana White is such a fan of foreign champions. Yes. I think there's only been two U.S. champions since 2016. 
I saw a Reddit post about this. It's John Jones and then, I mean, Stipe. But everyone else has been international. Yeah. See? I mean, it says, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's on purpose. I'm saying it's good for business. You know, it's a lot easier to handle an international champion. You don't have to, you don't have a lot of, you're not beholden to their opportunities, whether they're available or not. So, I, I mean, Dana said after BJ Penn and after Randy Couture and after GSP and after all the other people that wanted to hop around weight classes and Connor, so that birds. you had to wipe out a division. That's well, not true. Well, John, one Jonathan Bones Jones said, hold my beer, hold my cocaine, hold my steroids, hold all my illicit drugs. Hold me in contempt of the court because <laughs> <laughs> that breaks the law. Yeah. But the law I don't break is yeah. the law of cleaning out the motherfucking division. Yeah, and he broke. and he didn't just clean it out. He scrubbed Left it, in it. shambles. He scrubbed Light it. Why heavyweight such garbage right now? He destroyed it. It's such garbage. I'm sorry. I don't care who wins against Dominic Reyes and John Blakovich, and they're gonna fight Rocket. No, 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 no. Here's here's how I look at it. For the first time since I started watching, I couldn't tell you who the top five in the heavyweight division are. I mean, the light heavyweight without yeah. John Jones. I could say Dominic Reyes, I guess Anthony. Rasek, yeah. That new guy. John Blakowicz. Yeah, he's not a champion, though. But he's number two right now or number three. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's some. Right. It's just telling that bantamweight, lightweight are more exciting, more name driven. Versus light heavyweight. Come on, UFC. Mm. The Bellator light heavyweight champion. John Jones himself said he was number one light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. Now it's interesting. I like it. I like it. And let me tell you another thing. Heavy. To add to the nightmare that John Jones is for, I think, the UFC and for Dana, he's moving up to heavyweight at a perfect time. Perfect time. Because there's no question. There's there's just. Like you said. Steve A probably not going to figure him out. Give me five Francis, fights. Maybe. What's five fights at heavyweight? Steve A, Francis. I don't know. We don't have him. I don't know. If Derek he, Lewis, Curtis Millender. Yeah. 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 No, agreed. Eh, agreed. JDS. Who are you going to fight after that? JDS. It's Wash. He'd say it. It seems the, to be. The last fight, wouldn't, you know. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. So, well, let's talk specifically about last night's fights. God Anthony Smith versus... Uh, I got started the prelims. Okay, go for it. Well, I know you're going to bring it up, I feel like. Emily Whitmire. Yep, that's who I thought. Spitfire uh, Whitmire. Jim our own gym. Not anymore. No. She fights at a syndicate. Which leads me to my next point. Well, I co-sign what you're about to say. Already, I don't even need to know what you're about to say. I co-sign. Go ahead. I just don't think that the gym hopping ever helps. I think, especially for a fighter that was developed from an amateur level, guided through the amateur level and into the pros, I don't think that it ever seems to work out very well. You know, I think it works out well for legends that need to to, to reboot. You know what I mean? Like, like when a Vitor moves from ATT to whatever, like right, that's yeah. a, that's a different thing. But I think for like regular fighters that are in the lower levels of the UFC, high levels of the regional circuit. I don't think it ever really fares well to to 
It almost seems, it seems like a trap because I would also imagine that every time you move, you just started making money, right? Now you're going to yeah. move to Oregon for a couple of months. That shit don't come cheap. Yeah. And then you're going to move back to Vegas. That shit. Another deposit, yeah. another condo, another house. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're moving your shit all over the place and you're not consistent. Right. Well, and then at some point you've got to be seeking comfort because you're moving so this, much. Right. Another example of this PVZ page. Van Same thing. Same thing. Jim Hopper. I'm not trying to disparage the young lady's name, but that's just a fact. She is yeah. a Jim Hopper. So. So, I mean, I, so it's it's tough. And and she looked like she was in good shape, but. And maybe it takes a little bit of time. Maybe this is the first fight with that camp and maybe the next fight she'll be more settled. Maybe. Sure. Maybe, right. you know, but it did, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Well, and so. she seems to be very confident in her ground game, but it seems in the last two fights that she's ran against, ran up against two just people who are completely better than her. Well, yeah, but see, that's the thing is that I don't know if she's a purple belt. I don't think she is. I think she's a blue belt. I think that the person who blue belted her is a legit person in terms of he doesn't just hang out promotions, okay. you know? Yeah. Um, but when you move from one system to another, you're going to be losing. Yeah, absolutely. Just by virtue of having to learn the new system and knowing the idiosyncrasies that really so, so, live so, so I argue that maybe you move that, but maybe you keep your gi training with that system and your no gi training with that system. And you keep developing that system because every coach, every black belt has a different system of teaching and system of bringing you up and a different evaluation criteria. And yeah. I think that when they move so much, they're forfeiting on that. I think you can compartmentalize and say, okay, well, I'm going to keep my gi training or my jiu-jitsu training here. And then I'm going to supplement that. I'm going to go work with Freddie Roach and I'm yeah. going to go work with whoever's available to you at different places. But if you're not a black belt on the ground and you're moving around, that just doesn't seem like a good idea. So that was that, that sucked because yeah. also it was quick. And it was, she, it was the first round. Yes, she, and she initiated the takedown. She did. She did. So, it was her game that she wanted. Yeah, so, so it's almost like work. she initiated the takedown yeah. and got reversed, and then she ended up getting an arm bar, so that sucked. And Can we <clears> also say, in terms of prelims, much more exciting than the main events. Dude, the main event was this news. I saw a tweet that said, similar to pancakes, great at the beginning, horrible by the end. Yeah. Great tweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great tweet. Do you know who tweeted that out? Ether Lynn's husband. Esther right. Lynn is the photographer, right? Photographer. Yeah, yeah. So he works for MMA fighting. Is it Casey? Mark? Casey London, I think oh, is okay. the last name. Okay, cool. Casey cool. something. But he tweeted it out, and I was like, that's a fantastic tweet because that is how it felt. Fantastic at the beginning, but as we got through it, it just became a slog. And that's true of the main event and the co main event with Robbie Lawler. And Neil Magny, oh, man. who and I, and continues so the streak of having boring fights. And you're the one who's turned me on to this. Neil Magny just cannot have an exciting fight, even against Robbie fucking Lawler. Who? He's the most boring dominant neutralizer. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's how I can say, like... And Robbie Lawler has been on a skid since he lost Tyrant. He, he threw barely any punches, man. Did he say the compu strikes? I did it. Oh man, I, I don't. I feel like somebody. I saw this thing on uh, on um, on Twitter this morning too, and it was somebody saying that what was the fight? Oh, that that neither Carlos Condit nor Robbie Lawler has been the same since they fought each other. 
and they beat the living right. fucking yeah, shit yeah, yeah. out of one another. And it's true, man. Because well, those are two fighters. Well, as many fights as Robbie. And no, those. but the last time Khan did fought, it was a fucking snooze fest. He was sure. trepidatious. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, so, ah, man, it was, it was rough. And then the main event. Fuck, man. I get, I get, I get bored. I get bored. And I, I get, mean, it just seems, uh, right? Anthony Smith's best days are behind him. At least as a fighter, as a commentator, as an analyst, and not analyst. analyst. That's the word. As an analyst, he seems to be great. He seems to be great. But as a fighter, it just. Yeah, no. Nah, recent mean, evidence listen, seems to show. His title shot was a reach to me. And I, I don't want to talk well, shit again, on the guy. Well, not a reach. Think about the division at the time. Well, yeah, yeah, it's but that's what I'm saying. Vision. It's like, it was almost like, we got to feed the fucking, uh, we got to feed the T-Rex. Yeah. What's next? Well, that's the fattest cow. Like, like there, there was no. They, it's still underweight. Yeah, they still it's just. Still underweight. The, the crane still came out and just yeah. dropped the cow into the T-Rex yeah. pen and the T-Rex just fucking mauled it. You know, like, that. that's just. And that's how it's felt with John Jones fight in the last two, three years. Yeah. For a while. Now. And also, and the worst thing about it is that. I, I keep an eye for like the 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 um, the, the the Russian promotions and the other promotions. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm a degenerate in that sense. Like I watch a lot of shit sure. that people don't get to. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, totally. I know you do. Fair enough, alone. Oh, you got a twenty dollar fucking. You got a twenty dollar pay per view out of Kansas City. Take I mean, my money. Take <laughs> my fucking money. You know, there's not a lot of buzz on heavyweight or light heavyweight from anywhere. That I've heard of. Well, and right, do you think this is just the result of MMA becoming more mainstream and more higher level athletes at lower divisions entering the sport? Yes, and people are in better shape. Sure. So a guy that might have been light heavyweight. Like a Chuck Liddell. A guy that might have been light heavyweight 10 years ago is in middleweight, exactly. In In fact, Lionheart said that he was now mulling over going back down to middleweight. That's a horrible decision for him. But let's talk about middleweight because I can't fucking wait for Israel Aracena versus Paulo Costa. Boracino. Boracino. He talking some shit. They don't like one another. They don't. Well, I don't know if they don't like each other, but they know how to talk to each other. It's a good promotion. It's a good promotion. It's a good promotion. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe... And like I feel like Izzy has like a sixth sense over the game where he maybe he likes Borachino, but they're talking the amount of shit to sell yeah, the fight. Yeah. No, I like it. I'm into it. I celebrate it. I do too. I can't fucking that fight soon. It's in October. What do you think? I got a fitty fitty. Right now? What? What do you mean, sir? And I know, I know, I'm the biggest self-proclaimed Israel to send you a dick rider. I have no problem admitting it. I love that man. No, and I He's love him best. too. I love him too. He's just, the fucking best, dude. You know what my problem was with that matchup? Okay. I have two eyes on the top of my head. <laughs> and you see Borshino And a goddamn brains machine. in between my yeah. ears. And he's a fucking... And, and so just as a human unit. being that's he's been on unit. Earth for almost 40 years, I'm like, shit, I don't know. But you're <laughs> Right, Yoel Romero was a unit. It's different, though. It's different it because different. Well, he's, you know older. Difference he's older. You know he's older. He's a freak. He looks amazing, but he was 40. You know what the difference is? Borrachino is going to try to walk down Israel, whereas Yoel was content to sit back. And I don't think that Borrachino is going to be able to walk down Izzy. Not I only that, not only that but if you, think, if, you think that, if you think that Yoel Romero, growing up 
as an athlete in Cuba in a, in a communist country, right? Being a lifetime Olympian and being in MMA for the last however many years. He's 40 years old. If you don't think that he showed up compromised in his body, you're an idiot. These yeah. guys are the same age. Or maybe not the same age. Sure, but, but I mean, they're ones. young close dudes. Enough, close enough. It's, right, a better, it's a better matchup. He's like 30. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Of course. I don't give a shit how good of a shape somebody is if they're 50. Well, and you know what I love about if this If they're matchup? my size, I'll take my chances. And you know what I love about this matchup, right? Right. There's been all this talk of Izzy and John Jones. But Izzy throughout this has talked about how, hey, I still need to clear out middleweight division. I'm not willing to move up until we, I clear out middleweight division. And this is him clearing out middleweight division, right? If he beats Paulo Costa, who's the challenger at middleweight? No one. Let me look up the not rankings. Not only that, not only that, but let's look up the rankings. Listen, 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 I like your point, but you're still playing checkers. Now, let me chess you. Okay, hit me. It's Machiavellian, bro. Because where's John Jones going? Heavyweight. How much harder is it going to be for an older John Jones to go to heavyweight and then find a middle ground? What well, timeout though? For Izzy's, a fight with Izzy? Timeout no. though. Timeout though. Izzy's fought heavyweight though. He has kickboxing. He has. Yeah, but kickboxing fast. heavyweight's way leaner, sure, way sure. smaller. But I'm right. So like here, let me read you the. Top I'm saying. Five. I'm let saying you challenge John at heavyweight. I'm at light heavyweight after he's been the heavyweight champ and fought at least two times. That's a John Jones that's eating more. Yeah. There's not cutting weight because he will not cut an ounce of weight. No, and that. we know John Jones has a history of getting big between fights. Yes, baby. So now you put it up history. to him. Now, oh, you're so badass. It's a perfect way. It is. It's so strategic. Well, let me hit you with the top five. Right. So number strategical. one. Whitaker. I just said strategical. You didn't correct me, man. How dog, I introduced myself. In front of the people. Dog, I introduced myself as your name and you didn't correct me. So it's a wash. It. Fuck you. You know, Anyways, what my, you know what well, my boy me, said? No, 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 stop interrupting me. Let me read you the top five of middleweight. Because after Izzy beats Costos, there's going to be no one. Number one, Robert Whitaker. Izzy Bonnet beat him twice. Oh, my God, dude. Bobby Izzy Knuckles. Bobby Knuckles. Izzy beat him twice. I, I love, love Bobby him. Knuckles. I love, I love Bobby Knuckles. I, love I agree. Him. But his so, knees are so fucked up, he dragging the knuckles yes. on the ground. Yes. Number two, Paulo Costo. He's going to beat him. As an Izzy fan. We can have a trilogy. Well, it only beats the second fight. No, no. They I said I said we could have a trilogy. Oh, with the, uh, Bobby and that matchup with Bobby. No, with Costa, with Borachinha. But it's only the first fight right now. You're I know we fights. could have a trilogy. Okay, all right, fair play. Whatever. But number three, Jerry Cannonier yeah. is a dark horse. Don't care. Number four. Jack Hermanson. Oh, he can't even less. And number five, Yoel Romero. I falls asleep. So, right, exactly. Thank you. When Izzy beats Paulo, there's going to be no one. He has cleared out the division. Let me tell you one. what happens. Yoel beats the other two on top of him. And we already know I what happens. I disagree with that. And we already know what happens if Yoel and, the, and Boratina or Izzy fight. So, it's pointless. Yeah, agreed. It's a wash. So, it's perfect timing for Izzy to fucking talk all the shit that's perfect John Jones. Yeah, I think I think storm. I think we're prime because let's be real John Jones is going to be the heavyweight champion six months from now 100% 100% I think it's a goddamn medical center and I am saying it as a doctor I have a crystal a crystal brain I have to pee namaste so what else you got man because that's all I got my being a new sponsored 
dad. You're gonna have to start an OnlyFans. Oh, it's hilarious! Not what? What? What am I gonna do? Felt cute. Might delete later. <laughs> <laughs> and now they cap the earnings. I don't know. Do they? At do OnlyFans? they, Carlos? Do they? Evidently, I read an article this morning. There's a one girl, Bella Thorne. She, I believe she is an actress. And she's the uh, porn actress? No, no, no. Bella Thorne is a regular actress. It, what has she acted in? Um, I know I've seen an X-Men, I think. Name one. I think X-Men. Which X-Men? I don't know because I don't that's watch like that shit. There's like 15 of them, dog. I know Bella Thorne is not a... That's Bella Donna, you dumbass. You're thinking about that's the I one don't know who Bella Donna is either. She used to sit in a baseball bat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a deep Google for you beasts. Now, just have your beastly... Have your beastly demeanor if you Google Belladonna because oh, it's not for the faint of heart. I'm IMDb-ing above a four. She's an actress. I know she's been in movies in before. what? In fact, I think she's related to fucking Julia Roberts somewhere along the line and shit. Yeah. Dog. I've never heard of any of the movies she's been in. What movies she's been in? The you- Duff, Blended, Midnight Blended Stone. is great. Oh, that's where she was in. Blended is tremendous. How did do you fancy yourself an Adam Sandler fan? You son of a bitch! You never seen Blender? It's not Blender. It's Blended. blended. It's a very good movie. Welcome, welcome. I mean, I don't know what you're talking. Oh, about. Terry Crews. That was Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler yes. back at it again, bro. Wedding Singer. Blended. One of the best movies. You gotta watch time. Blended. But Wedding Singer. Bro, listen to me. About Blended. You Talk have to, me to watch about Blended. Wedding singer. Anyway, that girl. Started an OnlyFans account. Sure. In one week, she made a million dollars. Two million dollars. And With so, her hoo-ha? Pro- problem is, she ain't giving up the hoo-ha. She tell Why is you that a problem? Because she told you she was going to send you a nudie. Did she? And then you pay. Nope. Or did she just open an OnlyFans that was she, a paid subscription it was following a, support? It is an OnlyFans in which she lied to the OnlyFans after they paid. And they didn't get the goods, so to speak. Okay, but time out though, right? You that, can open OnlyFans and not post nude pictures. Yes, can't you? but you can't tell them that if they pay the two hundred, they're gonna get a nude, Is and then you said? send something Are back in lingerie. That's what happened. Yes. Oh. Now, who does that fuck over? No one. The real sex workers, because now there's a cap. Well, and sex there's... workers have been getting fucked over for years. <laughs> Good call. But so what happens now is that there was a bunch of refunds issued because she lied. So then other guys were like, well, I paid this other girl for a nude and she didn't send it. Refund, refund, refund. It's a mess. It's a goddamn mess. And she ruined the site with her white privilege. And that's that's the news. That's the news. That's the news. That's the goddamn news. You're stupid. <laughs> you are so stupid. And oh, shit. That scares me because that means I'm stupider. Uh, well, you're laughing, motherfuckers. So. I know. That's what I'm making. <laughs> but yeah, that's what happened with that girl. And that's what oh. the, yeah, that's the OnlyFans controversy this week. It's what tremendous. else happened this week? You know, I mean, aside from all the civil unrest. NBA, uh, sports, right? NBA, NHL, baseball, esports. There were esports teams who boycotted games this weekend because of the... uh, They don't even have to get up from their couch, literally. That's true. It's all online. It's all from their houses. They're all playing online. Their only protest is, I will not be pressing play. In timeout, because in theory, they would be getting in like a centralized location on... Five computers in a row next to each other to play with each other. But now they're just doing it from their house. So I agree with you. What's really the big sacrifice? IDK. 
But NBA got arenas to act as voting centers. That is big. That, that is, is cool. big. That is cool. But That's speaking cool. of the NBA, I heard one person's absent uh, is uh, um, remarkably silent. Is one LeBron James? What do you mean? How is he silent? I understand he's not really getting into the mix very much and being very cagey. Time out. My understanding is he was the one who made this boycott go for two days, three days. Really? Yes. Because right, it's Milwaukee, not fake news shit. Well. CNN, <laughs> Fox News, they're all yeah, fake news. Yeah. Uh, my understanding is, right, and I could absolutely be wrong. I could be talking entirely out of my ass. I don't know. But my understanding is, right, the Milwaukee, Bo- uh, not Milwaukee, no, but Milwaukee's in Wisconsin, right? Yes, the Brewers. So the Brewers were the ones who first took the boycott, and they were able to call a players meeting. And after that players meeting, after that first game where they boycotted, they were willing to start playing again. But... Other teams did not want that to happen because they look like assholes if everybody just starts playing against oh. and only Milwaukee boycotts. So they all want to boycott. And of course, LeBron came in and said, of course we have to boycott. This thing's horrible. And apparently Chris Paul said, fuck you, LeBron. We'll play without you. <laughs> Think about it is this. Just because you make a lot of money doesn't mean you're not an employee. Well, and right, this is a great point. I'm glad you brought this up, right? Do other employees get to do that and still make their money? Because of the pandemic, there is a clause in the collective bargaining agreement with the NBA Players Union that, excuse me, any sort of pandemic, godly event could affect the following year and the owners can now renegotiate what the bargaining agreement is. So, if the owners decided next year to cut the salary cap by 60%, because, right, they set up all this thing with Disney, they were willing to donate to any cause the players wanted, they put the equality thing on their back, they did their, they tried, and like, right, right now, NBA owners are not making revenue on the NBA right now, even with these playoffs going on. Yeah, no, it's it's all a loss. Exactly. For them, it is. It's a future buy. But... They can use that to leverage, cut the salary cap by 60%. And right, LeBron's not going to be affected by that. But the vast majority of NBA players, they will be affected by that. And what are they going to do? Yeah, hold on, hold on. But I have a a question slash caveat. As owners, it doesn't mean it has to apply across the board. You could just apply to the highest assets because you're the owner. And they're an employee. And, 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 let me finish. I don't, and... That employee, that big-ass baby of an employee of yours had agents and lawyers that raked you over the coals. So guess what? Accountability time. We go back to the beginning. But we go back to the beginning of the podcast. To not be the appearance of targeting, you just cut it across the board. Fuck appearance. No. Contract law. Contract law. Talk to appearances matter. Appearances matter. What's he gonna Especially do? Quit? Day. Somebody he's else not, will come. He's not. But, but, right. Sixth player on the bench. Seventh, eighth. They can't afford a sixty percent salary cut. Ah, uh, they can afford it more than fucking UFC people that don't make shit. I feel nothing. I feel nothing. Zero feelings about their earning abilities. Zero. 
In fact, well, Dana White, it's, I mean, that's the problem with Dana White. They should take up with him. The most recent Republican National Convention speaker, Dana White. Two years in a row, or not two years in a row, but two conventions in a row. I don't have a problem with it. Well, if you're surprised, you're just not paying attention to Dana White and who he is as an individual. And and as a business, me, right? If I was benefiting the way that he has from that relationship, I'd do the same fucking thing. And I don't give a fuck what anybody would think about it. Because guess who didn't fucking fire anybody? Dana White. Guess who kept everyone on the same pay? Guess who, by the way... This is going to go in history. And I know that, listen, I'm not a fucking Dana White shill here, but you are. He had the biggest fucking balls in sports. I mean, he was the first one back, unquestionably. Not only that, forget about the first one back. He was the first one to declare challenge it. This virus can suck my dick yeah. and I'll figure it out. And he did. And he did. And, and he provided, and he did you so. Know what I wonder? And he did so Time with out. the approval and the support of the president. And this all provided a framework for everybody else to fucking do it. How many people have tested positive that are associated with UFC broadcast or UFC fight? Do you know? Fuck under 20. I think more? What do you mean? We've had all these 20 fights be canceled because of COVID. Yeah, but it's all We're not talking about production, about the people who test positive who can't go back. They're not announcing that shit. Are you kidding me? I feel like it's more than 20. That's good. That means this protocol worked. Maybe. Or the protocol just doesn't really matter. And if you test sick, you just go home and they don't announce it. So it's both. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a risk management course. The risk is liability and actual disease. And he put on a clinic, a master class. He put on the illusion of a clinic. I'll say it's a master class. Nonetheless. So it's every master class. Put on a master class. You put on a masterclass. <laughs> a beautiful masterclass. That's it. Well, this has been the Children of the Beast. I feel like we should end it with that. That's it. We'll leave you once again, the Children of the Beast, live from the Lair of the Beast. You can follow us at, I'm at Andrew underscore the hut with two T's like Job of the Hut. Carlos is at Wolfchild1980 on Instagram, Twitter. You can follow the show on YouTube at Children of the Beast Podcast. Please like and subscribe. Leave a comment. We are now on officially Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store. Leave a review wherever you can on Apple Podcasts especially. Those five-star reviews, woo! That's that good shit. That's that good heroin shit. So please Draw me. Take you're your looking at me like I take I'm your crazy. work for it. I take your work for it. <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm a crazy. I take your work for it. But we grow so much with those five star reviews. So please lie, lie for us. We don't give a fuck. Don't even say that you actually like us. Unless you like it stars. and you give us one star, then don't lie. That's fucked up. Well, no, that's not a lie. If they actually don't like us and they give us one star, that's the truth. No, if they like us and then oh. they give us one star. Well, why do they do that? Don't even put that in the, their head. That'd be a lie. That's what that I would said. be a lie. So don't be a liar unless you're lying for us to have five stars. That's it. Yes. Exactly. There we go. Thank, that, you. That, that, that Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So walk the walk. Walk the walk. Unless five you stars. don't like us. Five stars. If you us. don't like us, don't walk. If Bro. you do like us, then Bro. walk the walk. I'm so pale compared to you. Well, I think you're pale compared to pale people. I mean, but like, Go to YouTube and look at our arms. 
No, look I mean, how white mine is compared to well, his. First of all, look at the, the vascularity on mine. Oh. <laughs> needs to be noted, first of all. I mean, I could inject heroin into any of his veins. Look at that. There's so much heroin and real estate. And you're listening to the audio podcast. You oh just can't see gosh. this. Look at this. Look at this. So this is just right more, all the more reason this is where to you go put, to the YouTube. This is where you put the where tube. Where you can see our big guns. This is where you put the tube and then you grab. And then, that's Thankfully, what I've seen. we live in Nevada know. where you don't need a concealed carry license. You can just open carry. So we got the gun. Oh, I see. I see. I see. <laughs> if you're not watching the YouTube, you won't get that joke. No, so you're please. not. No, you're not. It Watch is a, the YouTube. And it, it is, is a joke. joke. It is a joke. <laughs> it's the joke of jokes. <laughs> Let's go. Good day, sir. Good day. Good day to all of you.